0: Yeah, hey, man, what, man? Jeremy, what? Go! I'm just trying to picture Mr. Jefferson hustling on these streets. <laughs> hey, man, I seen you grow him up in the black sob, the gold BBSs, man. I said, damn, this nigga, this nigga's really making this money. He's really making money, man. You understand? Listen, hey, it ain't just about the money, it's not. You know what it's about, man? It's about fucking those skis, it's like that right there It's about driving these fly-ass cars And it's definitely about never trusting like a nigga like you <laughs> It's the Mallory Rose
1: Podcast, episode 101 Happy Friday,
0: let's go. I wanna sit mo on my living room floor, play Nintendo with Cesarino. Pick up my money phone, money. say papa. not, not home. Sex all night, mad head in the morning. Spin my beads, smoke all my weed, tattoo on titties, say it's B I G. Now check it, you wanna be my main squeeze, baby? Don't, Don't ya? You wanna give me what I need, baby? Won't you Picture life as my wife, just think, full left, make fat, accent, old legs, bracelets to match conversation was all that showed you the safe combinations and all that guess you could say you the one i trusted who would ever think that you would spread like mustard Shit got hot you sent feds to my spot took me to court trying to take all i got another intricate block the bitch said i raped her damn why she want to stick me for my paper my moschino home my versace Hati. come to find out he was fucking everybody you knew about me the fake id in DC, will always be that's what I get for trickin'. Aim out on bail commits the ass kickin', licking the door, waving the four. you heard with papa, don't hit me no more. Disrespect my click, my shit's in period. Fuck around and made a milk box material. You feel me? Why you keep fucking
1: with me? The bros podcast. One oh one s3 that's three. <laughs> We still baking on that new Kendrick. <laughs> yeah. Hey Friday. Push these niggas off me like, push these bitches off me like, push these niggas
0: off me like. I'm pushing pushin up. the snakes, I'm, I'm pushing pushin the fakes, I'm pushing like, push no more love me like. Push no more love me like. Yeah. I be immune to shit. Uh-huh. Tucking the broom and shit. Done <laughs> with the soom shit. <laughs> know you a joke, my asses are close. I holler at the moon. Hey, and shit. Friday. Know the results, the ballot is in, man. I'm about to boom again. <laughs> you funny, dog. Peekaboo, can not hide behind your money dog. No money, dog? For A week or two, I meditate on running loss. Swerve, yeah. swerve, swerve, shake the currents off. Yeah. Push these niggas off me like, like- Push these bitches off me like, huh. push these niggas off me hey. like, huh. pushing the snakes, I'm pushing the fakes, I'm pushing no yeah. more like, huh. push off me like, push no more off me like, yeah. Head up, stressed out, silence. I'm stressed out. Shh, be quiet. I'm stressed
1: out. Stressed out, stressed out, stressed out. Stressed out. We will start with the drink that I was like, ah, that drink growing on me a little bit though. I ain't gonna lie. Bro, it is. bros podcast, you see the shirt, Ben pushing P. <laughs> ben pushing P. How many of y'all bought that whole nine merch back when we put when we was really pushing P? Before Ghana even thought of. <laughs> With the player sweater. You can't Terrence got on a player polo. I feel like I'm about to go golfing for real. You look like you work I for, this to the golf course. You look like you work maintenance for soul plane <laughs> What do you look like? Nigga, you look like an ad. How? <laughs> I don't know. Nigga, just look like an advertise. Hey, look, Mallory Bros Podcast, Episode One Oh One. Turn up. Happy Friday. We back. We didn't even say that. You just started by saying we were pushing P. <laughs> yep, been pushing. P. Ain't nobody pushing P right now. Me. <laughs> we the only ones left. The ones who been doing. <laughs> they not gonna knock me Be like, let me holler at you real quick. <laughs> look, if they was really pushing P, then they wouldn't be dealing with that shit. Cause that what they dealing with definitely ain't P. Nah, see, you ain't P for saying that. Nah, what they dealing with ain't P. That's the stupidest Rico shit cases? I'm sorry, y'all. Right, that's that the stupidest shit. That can't be P. And if you listen if you didn't listen to the audio podcast, we started with the uh, the paid in full clip. Mm-hmm. I, it's just so many gems from that movie that you can honestly pull and start with. Um, Terrence went to play the Silent Hill joint from the Kendrick album. Not my favorite, but... First off, I, like, Lou, I love that joint. I don't know why I love that joint. But y'all know me. That Kendrick album, fire. I don't know what mm. you want to start with, though. Let's start with that Kendrick. We did, we nah, did. The, not, we, can, we can wait on that. It was your birthday. Birthday recap. Oh, okay. Birthday. Yeah. Birthday was dope, man. I I had a real chill birthday, you know. Mm-hmm. It was full of like love. Everybody was reaching out. It was dope. This was the first year that I didn't. I felt like I didn't get back to everybody, you know. Yeah. So shout out to everybody that you know said happy birthday. If I didn't get back to you, shoot you a retweet reply. It I'm was, still like, getting first... back to niggas too. It was the first year that I was like, damn. You know what's crazy? Went on my Facebook. Okay, yeah. Seen all of the posts on my wall. Yeah, Those that are the real. ones you need to get back to. Because that'd be like family. Yeah, your aunts. People that you like, co Coworkers and shit, yeah. But it was full of love, man. I, um, what do we do? Went to this bomb ass restaurant in DC called True Lux. Have you ever been there? T R U L U C K S. If you're a seafood fan like me, man. And believe it or not, y'all, me and Trey didn't spend our birthday together. He's not talking about us both. Went. He, him and his girl went down. Yeah. Tell you, Tan's was on his own moves. Mm-hmm. Spent his birthday, you know, doing him. Spent my birthday doing me. Pushing P. I w- I've been pushing P since before my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I was born pushing P. But I uh, went to the Van Gogh um Me and Lon in, in copyright. <laughs> 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 but yeah, went to the Van Gogh exhibit in D.C. It was dope, too. Um. But yeah, we was, we was on our chill. Did a little brunch on Sunday. Oh, shit. About to knock on the microphone. Yeah, Did a little brunch mimosas. on Yeah, I know, right? Did a little brunch on Sunday. A little, had me a little easy over. Yeah, man. Shout out my sis. Did my bro well on his B-Day. It was dope. It but was Believe complete. it or not, y'all, I went to the Nationals game to start my birthday. Oh, Christ. Every podcast. That's the most triggering sound ever. It's like I have to deal with the sound and you. Yeah. I have to deal with the sound and you. Oh, my God. It's really not that bad. Tens, for us that wake up to that joint, we that's the last thing you want to hear eight times a day. I don't day. have an alarm clock to wake up because I'm a man. Look at look at all the niggas. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, all right, <laughs> now we're too good for alarm clocks. Now we all need to just make our bodies wake up. But you just said you was you were talking yep, about the Nationals. To, uh, and the Nationals, I'm, I'm just going to keep it 100 with y'all. What's good? I don't know what the fuck is going on with the Nationals right now. But I went to the Nationals game to start my B-Day. The game was at 1. When we got there, the power was out. There was no Wi-Fi, so they couldn't have any... Not the power was out, but there was no Wi-Fi. So you couldn't buy anything. Like, you literally could not buy shit. You just had to basically watch the game. And it was hot as fuck. And look, the Nationals was playing like shit. I'm sorry. We played like trash. And then we've been playing like trash ever since that game. Anyway. Washington sports. To be out in the city at least on that side by the National Stadium. It was dope, but I was telling Terrell, I saw a whole lot of homeless people, and it was like on the way to the stadium, you're walking through all of these homeless people, and it's like, damn, like you just like, feel like shit a little bit. I mean, not saying that you feel like shit, but it's just like, damn, I don't want to have to walk through this. Or well, I was saying, yeah. damn, I should have brought some wands or some shit with me and, you know, handed the wands out. But fellas, if you haven't went to a... uh a nationals game this year or a baseball game. I'm telling y'all, baseball tickets are not expensive and they are like smooth ass, chill, vibey ass dates. You know what I'm saying? Whether you take somebody with you, whether you go dolo, I'm telling you it's a vibe. So to start my birthday that way was so dope, but I was telling her my favorite part of my birthday was seeing my grandmother. My grandmother 84 years old. And I was sent to her when I watched my mom, I was watching my mother, my father, my grandmother, my sister was dead. And they was all singing happy birthday. And this was the first year I was really looking at everybody in their face while they sang. I looked around everybody because I said, damn, moments like this don't last forever. You know? I'm not always gonna have my grandmother, my mother, and my father giving me this type of attention. So regardless, everything that I did on my birthday, that that was my favorite part. My my granny. Seeing my granny, you know what I mean? That always means a lot to me. That's dope, man. Especially turning, you know, twenty eight. Yeah. Damn, we twenty eight. Yeah, we old, bro. We're officially started this YouTube shit at 20. Y'all niggas catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Funny as shit. Um, Really not serious, though. Yeah. But uh, we have been doing this shit for a long time. We've been been creating content for a long time, bro. For a minute. Almost coming up on a decade in two years. And I felt like, I don't know. This last birthday wasn't one of those birthdays where I felt older, like, Oh, damn, I feel old. I just felt like we just coasting. Y'all know how I've been, though. I'm not really rocking with the birthday thing. I'm here, you know? It don't matter what the numbers say. I'm right here. Oh, because, yeah, you was on your birthday shave. Shave my life short. Shave your life short. Fuck that. But, I mean, if you want to get started with the K. Dot album, we can definitely start there. Yeah, let me just grab my iPad real quick. Okay. Pushing these niggas off me like, hmm, I'll introduce it. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Huge, huge, huge weekend for music with K-Dot dropping. I mean, it's been so long. But, I mean, God. That fucking album he dropped, y'all? Nothing but heat, flame, and fire. Nothing but heat, flame, and fire. I'm going to tell you why. It's just so much vulnerability on that album that you have no choice but to relate to certain things. There's so much emotion on that album. You have no choice but to get goosebumps on certain songs. There's so much rap. On that album that you have no choice but to give it another listen and spin it back and listen again. And let me tell you, how many projects are we going to get this year that's going to make us do all of that stuff, man? I've had girls hit me up and say, damn, that fucking Kendrick Lamar. Man, that Kendrick Lamar. And Wendy, I mean, I'm telling you, for this album to be this slower album, not mm-hmm. that much energy. It don't have a swimming pool. It don't have elemental love with Rihanna. It does. That these, I mean, what well, I'm saying, like, the the... Radio joints, like a lot of these joints, is deep, and I don't think the chicks are hitting me. At least for the women that I've talked to, mm-hmm. they didn't tell me about the fun ones. They were telling me about the deep tracks that fuck that we. That's funded. true. So that is true. I think um after listening to the album so many times, at first my first listen, like our if you haven't, well let me just say this: if you haven't seen our reaction to it, our first listen and you wanted to check that out. That's on Patreon. Uh, big shout out to so many brand new Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, people that new patrons that signed up. We got a whole lot of content up there. So it's been great to just see a lot more uh people tap in to see, you know, what it's all about. But it was dope. We had our first listens up there. Mm-hmm. But I would say after having three or four or five, I would say at this point, five more listens. Yeah. Like I didn't want to give it album of the year. My album of the year was weekend uh for Dawn FM just because I thought conceptually that joint was like the most creative attempt of the year. And it still might be my album of the year. I think Kendrick is for sure my rap album of the year so far. Um, and a potential one B to you know Dawn FM for album of the year. Just because, of like you said, how much you get out of that joint. Yeah. Favorite tracks. My favorite tracks will be We Cry Together, of course. Y'all know I'm a cinematic dude. Love the track. I felt like I could see it when I heard it the first time. I love my first time. I love my first experience. Like, I tell them, that's not a song that you might say, you know what? Let me go listen to this because I want, nah. Mm-hmm. But that experience, just listening to that, just amazing. That was easily one of my favorite songs on the, on the album. If I, had to, if I had to, pick up whatever. Anyway, N95, of course. Um, Silent Hill, of course. But then the deeper tracks like Crown, uh, Mother Sober, mm-hmm. or Mother Eye Sober. We couldn't yep. even figure out if, it, if that's an I or a... It is an I. It is an mm-hmm. I. You know, I talked to my boy in the gym and he said the truest shit. He was like, he thought it was supposed to say, mother, I'm sober. Mm-hmm. But he thought it was like, you think you're sober, but you're really not. So you so you drunkenly put mother, I sober. I don't know, something like that. Something, that, was, that was dope. Nope. I was like, damn, I didn't even think of that. Good, That's a good read. Fuck me up. But, uh, and then lastly, father time. Father time, for sure. Father Time is my, is, is my I think that's the best song. That song on the album. Early morning, wake, wake up. ups. It, 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 uh, that, shit's that shit's fire. That's just fire, man. Sanford killed it. And then with that, the subject talk matter, up. the subject matter in that track, to me, is one that's going to last for a long time. Father Time uh, is one. I love Crown. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have songs that I like that a lot of people don't talk about a lot, like um, Worldwide Steppers. Yeah. Um, I love Purple Hearts. Yes. Um, just because, like, shout-out to John Denton. We did a, uh, another follow-up interview with John Denton this mm-hmm. week. Shout-out, JD. Uh, on his channel, The Prophet, talking about the album, We and I kind of broke down Purple Hearts, you know, and kind of, like, the deeper meaning behind it. But that's one of my favorite tracks, that, that Purple Hearts joined Worldwide Steppers and that um, Mr. Morale joint. Yeah. And then, of course, Mirror at the end. I'm telling you, the whole I fucked with the whole project. I, I gave it a second listen. Um... Some sometime in the gym and then some of the deeper tracks just afterwards in the whip. And that album is just the best. to me I don't see I don't see any other album coming out this year rap that's gonna touch me that way. Yeah. You know? Well, I got a uh, hot take. Hot take We Cry Together is a song that I will probably play maybe three more times. In my life. Okay. It is not a song that, like, I know y'all probably seen it on Twitter, but we were talking about Terrence brought up Wet Dreams and compared it to We Cry Together. And it was like, it just, it was, and the way he talked about it was like, it was like way better. And I'm like, mm, We Cry Together is a song that you'll probably never listen to again for real. When Wet Dream starts by itself, just that first drop of the beat, and then when cold get the cold world, you're going you to listen to the whole thing. Don't nobody want to listen to We Cry Together. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to listen to that shit. I think the issue with the world. It was cool, but we don't listen to that shit again. I would not put it over Wet Dream. Sorry, y'all. The issue with the world now is y'all are basing everything based on like replay value and if you can listen to it again and that that, like there's movies that are better think about it when they see us is a better documentary than you know what i'm saying series well when they see us is a better mini series than ozark ah that's not that's not fair but limited series versus but you wouldn't be able to you know what i'm saying it's a better netflix original than ozark it's not it really is. It really is. Terrence, we're not going to start that, but, but it really is. But that's like comparing a limited series to a, a show that has four, four seasons. But that's what you're doing when you compare We Cry Together to Wet Dreams. How? Because We Cry Together way deeper, way more of a potent story. And y'all niggas are saying, but when Wet Dreams come on, I'm going to let that play. I'm only going to listen to We Cry Together. All right, bet. Well, then we're not talking about the same thing. Because We Cry Together, to me, that artistic piece... Get can on. we make a can we make a movie for Wet Dreams? 100%. Can we make a scene for Wet Dreams? 100%. You 1000% I have seen it. American pop. <laughs> okay, this nigga <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This nigga we Kendrick, talk about two different things. Okay, Kendrick took the scene from Baby Boy and made it a song. Fuck out of here. He was waiting to get that off. But guess what? Let's just be honest. It's not like it was super original. We knew what was going to happen. Said you. Terrell. that scene in Baby Boy it was, beautiful. was a was a shell that Kendrick used for that scene. But come on, bro. Like was, you said, she got off her shit. I loved it. I loved the way it was written. It was great, but I just feel like disrespecting songs like Wet Dreams that are just as great when it comes to telling a story. And, and having character arc in a song. Mm. And I'm about to say much I, more original. I grew up on Wet Dreams. Wet Dreams has its place in hip hop. And it's and it's and I don't I hate that we're even having this discussion because niggas like to say that I'd be hating. When we did JD's video, I brought it up in comparison. I was like, that We Cry Together is a song like Wet Dreams where you might not revisit it. This man wants to do the most. Because you 100... That's not a good comparison because you 100% do revisit Wet Dreams and that's what but makes But y'all see different. how I'm speaking on my experience and how I see it, but he's trying to correct me because how he, he live. That's just how I listen to Wet Dreams. I'm not going to... I don't know about y'all. I'm not... Pre- and I'm saying this in JD video. I'm not going to listen to Wet Dreams halfway... I'm, I got to listen to the whole thing. That's why I was saying with We Cry Together, it's Sex experience you got to take in all together. I but if you like, ask me, I'm taking that over Wet Dreams. I feel like if you start, if we, if We Cry Together comes on, I'm skipping it. If Wet Dreams comes on, I'm never going to skip it. And I don't feel like because one is deeper than the other one and it has a little bit more trauma in it. Yeah. It's, better, it's a better storytelling exercise the, than the other one. The performances in We Cry Together, way better. Those two performances, come on. Sure.
0: But from a storytelling
1: sure. standpoint, it's just J. Cole. I mean, yeah, that song is creative, and I feel like there's a lot of recency bias that's clouding people's vision. People don't need to, people don't remember that track. But the Wet Dreams, to me, that's one of J. Cole's best, to me. One of his best storytelling exercises. Think about what Recry Together does for the album, Mr. Morale and Big Steppers. I feel like it adds a lot to it. I feel like we didn't even need it. You're tripping. Honestly, you could have went... Your bitch ass didn't listen to the song then. I love We Cry Together. I like it. But it fits perfectly we didn't in the album. need that joint. We could have easily went... You went straight from We Cry Together to Purple Hearts, which is one of we your favorites We could faves. have went from Rich Spirit to Purple Hearts and Bigger Think Cry. about how I good Purple them. Hearts is because of We Cry Together. You tripping. And smoking Dope. And Herb. No, you know, know what? You're tripping. right. It does help sell the Purple Heart. And um, what does Wet Dreams do for Terrence, First of the all, next no. track? That Sing? song about being on 2014 14th Drive about J. Cole basically like, all right, chill. I, never, I never wanted this argument. I'm I never wanted know. to shit on Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. I never wanted to do this. You See said him. it's better. And I was like, whoa, Terrence. I had it's to stop you a on the video. Competition. I'm sorry. I'm sick of y'all lobbying this nigga up against K-Dot. K-Dot's on a completely different level. Listen to the performances. I agree. Listen to what happened in the song. I agree. He's not talking I about just th- think these two songs... It's disrespectful to just say that one is way better. I'm sorry. Recency bias. Recency bias. Meaning since something you happened You have a legacy bias with, with Wet Dreams. You wouldn't say shit was better than Le- Wet Dreams. I think that legacy bias, legacy costs. Legacy costs? I would say a better song than a song that made me feel like um, Wet Dreams, that's in both of these tracks, is Jay-Z. Um, what's the joint? What's the joint? from, you're lucky I don't remember. Jay-Z got a song that's in both of them. It's from, is it called, the? I forget, it's called The It Anyway, I have a picture of Terrell with some rocker wear on, and he thought he was that nigga. I was. And I, I said, damn, no wonder this nigga loved Jay so much. You see how proud he was on that rocker family? Jay-Z, right Jay-Z, Meet the Parents is better than both of those. What more can I say? Meet the parents, the parents, the parents. If y'all never heard Jay-Z meet the parents, Blueprint 2 is better than both of them tracks. Storyteller. Let's go. Nigga say Jay can't tell stories, but he can't. Legacy bias. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) But what I did want to say is now that we've gotten Donda from Kanye, we got CLB from Drake last year, Mm -hmm. um, Donda last year, we got Kendrick and J. Cole last year. Mm -hmm. Who are you looking forward to getting music from for the rest of this year? Let's say, saying we don't get any of them to come. I'm looking forward to... I would say the artist that I'm looking forward to the most is not like a specific... I don't think I would have a specific artist. I know Mm. I'm looking forward to Gibbs Project because I feel like Freddie Gibbs is about to drop. I think they said that I'm looking forward to that 2000 joint by uh, Joy Badass. Just because people are talking about hip-hop, and I'm trying to stay on, well, remember on you key got, for that. Mm-hmm. You got Travis Scott, Utopia, that's probably going to come this year. I don't know why. Tripping. This is the first Travis Scott album that I don't even really feel so hype about. I think because of everything that happened with Astro World and all of that, that definitely killed Travis Scott's momentum. This album has to be a reminder of that I'm um, that dude that made... Astroworld. Yeah. I think if, if if Travis come with a weak project, which I don't think is possible because that nigga is amazing. Yeah. Damn, you're right. It's like, it's going to be amazing. If it's not amazing though, it'll be a bad look for him. You can't yeah. have some shit like that happening then. Travis Scott always going to give you, Travis Scott to me is like Future. Where he could give you, his albums are going to give you arguably... I would never put Travis Scott up against Future because Future is Future. But Travis Scott is not just somebody that's just somebody that's just easy to beat. You know what I'm saying? All of his albums give you some good shit. All of them. Would you say that Travis Scott has a ring? 100%.
0: Rodeo like, is a ring.
1: World is a ring. Uh, Everything. Days Before Rodeo is a ring. Damn, yeah. Birds, to me, is a ring. But to some people, no. Um, what's the other one? In- I'm missing one. You said rodeo, days, days before birds, birds, birds Astroworld. uh huh, and what was that other joint? It's, it's another one that it's just, it's just literally just I'm just not thinking about it. But Travis got rings. Travis got rings for sure. You don't think he does? I think you named all of his rings. You named them. I did. Yeah. There was that little pro- that project he had before was fire. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like his early projects. I only bring him up. I only ask you that because I'm like, damn, is, is You think yeah, he you, does. What rings does Future have? You ever heard DS2? Oh, okay, that's a ring. You ever heard uh Friday Night Lights? Not I would Friday say 56, 56. 56 Nights. 56 Nights, my bad. Monster's a ring. I would say that Future has mad rings. Honest is a ring. I think that. I know that future project, uh, Hendrix, ring. Ah, niche. Look, uh, niche. what's the name of that joint? Evol is a ring. Go listen to Evol. Evol's good. You're not skipping you're shit naming, on that. you name naming niche projects. This nigga's future has the thing with like this because he, he made a song called Seven Rings because he already had seven rings. He did. Whatever. Stop bringing Pluto up when you talk about Travis Scott. He's not Pluto. You're a, you're, you're a mini... Even though Travis Scott is that nigga, don't bring up Pluto when you talk about Travis Scott. I'm, I'm, I'm just hey, I'm just saying it wouldn't be easy to beat Travis Scott you can play verses. Pluto's dropping that going. second album. I'm looking forward to that one at the end of the year too. Oh yeah, and I can't forget my boy Chris Breezy, June 24th, Breezy self title is going to be like 17 tracks. It's not going to be his normal 35 to 48. Um, excited for that man. So excited for that. That's the album I'm looking forward to this year. That's what I'm looking forward to this year. And then I think um, we might get. D- I don't know why they were saying Jay was going to drop, such and such is going to drop. All right. Drake might drop. What do you don't think know? about Meg The Stallion? I'll be interested to see what Meg is going to do. But Meg, do- I don't look at Meg as an album artist. I look I- at her more like a, uh, a singles type of artist. Uzi. That's the person that if he drops, will be so lit. Oh, yeah. Lil Uzi. Playboy Cardi's supposed to be dropping something. So we got a lot of music that's OT that's Dubs. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like we've already had such a great year for music, though, if we're keeping it a hundo. So far, half a year. With K-Dot like, being that finishing point to the half of the year, I'm like, yeah. damn, what a year 2022 has already been for music. Like We already have gotten some potent projects this year, I think. Nah, for sure. Uh, music has been great. You still spinning that It's Almost Dry? 100% For sure 100% I still spend that joint That joint has one of the bad that, that, that is a rap album That's rapidly rap But has good replay value And that's a contender For rap album of the year It for should sure. be 100% should definitely should. get a nod This year But um But yeah What's that joint Uh, mm, mm, What's that joint That's not neck and wrist What is The it- joint we started out with vi- our joint With Our review with That was uh, Open air. Fire John Joe Reservation, I'm plucking you fleas. That joint. Willie Maurice, I's falling fleas. ex no His Cartier, my wrist Van Cleef. is deceased. Uh, A.K.A. Rest in peace. He went crazy. We started with the Biggie. He went crazy. He went crazy. Um, but y'all, I didn't want to say this. I almost got kidnapped yesterday. I'm not even lying. Dead ass. Legit. Almost was kidnapped yesterday. I was riding out of my parents neighborhood at the top of the joint. It was mm-hmm. this white van. The dude flagged me down. Right had all my windows up. My windows up when tinted, so you can't see me. But he flagged me down and was like, "Hey, one of your headlights, you should get out and check that." Black dude, black dude. I said, "All right, bro. I'm gonna check it when I get to the crib. Appreciate you." He was like, "Okay." Then look, was looking at me. I just pulled my I never stopped moving though. Yeah. I had like put my foot on the brake and kind of stopped, and then I was kind of coasting because I'm like, this nigga in a white van. Yeah. I got home, right? Got out, check my headlights, perfectly fine. Number one, if I had a headlight out, my car would tell me that I have a headlight out, right? But I didn't even think about that. So when I got home, my headlights was completely fine. I said, that nigga was going to try to kidnap me. That nigga was about to take your or shit. Oh, he might have thought I was a lady or something. And when I rolled down the window, and I was fresh out of the gym, fresh pump, he probably was like, I ain't about to fuck with you. That nigga nigga. was definitely about to rob this nigga. (laughs) (laughs) If I get you out the car, it's my car. Nigga, you got me. in the hell nah. All right, bet. I'm going to get out and what? Fix it? What? I'm going to get out and look? Right. Fuck out of here. You should have pulled up and said, nigga, you in a van. All of y'all that drive, are you a painter? If you have a dad or an uncle or somebody that drives a white van, right? they might need it for work. And if you need it for work, that's fine. Anybody that's just driving a van, because that nigga wasn't working. If you're just driving a white van for no reason, you got to know what that looks like. Yeah, like what are you even doing? Like what do you need this van for? If you're I have a random t- ass, random beat van and you telling you trying to be a good Samaritan? Nah, bro. Yeah, like you order, look, you order a... Uh, I don't know if y'all be seeing the Amazon delivery people would just be driving anything now. Yeah. That drink pull up to your house in a white van? That happened uh, a one day, day as nigga at, get out. One day I was at mom drink. The, the dude pulled up in a white van and was walking through the door. I'm like, who the fuck is this name? Right. Walking up here with a, with a package. Oh, Amazon. Fucking Amazon. Amazon said, fuck it. If y'all got a car, use it. We'll just give y'all a gas card. Fuck it. Meanwhile, Chick-fil-A, I seen this nice-ass Maxima. And I seen some red on the back, and that joint said Chick-fil-A delivery. I said, that's a nice-ass car to what? be driving. A Max? They got a Max, probably an Ultima. But not just a Prius. They got better cars out there on them roads. They upgrading. Speaking of Chick-fil-A, y'all know I've been, pull, I've been pulling back. Y'all know I've eating Chick-fil-A, but when I go now, I get the grilled nugs. I'm trying to keep it real, you know? Trash. And then I'll get, like a, I'll get the Cool Wrap. If you get the Cool Wrap, you get the Fat-Free Honey Mustard. Shout out my boy uh, who works at the uh, Chick-fil-A up there. What's his name? Fuck. Him. He know who I'm talking about. My man that do jujitsu. Hemothy. Yep. Him. Play with him if you want. He, did, you just, did you just hear me say that he does jujitsu? I just called him Hemothy. I don't know what the fuck that is. That's not his real name. You never heard somebody say, I'm him, Hemothy? Play with the jujitsu man if you want. That nigga does jujitsu. If a nigga tell you he do anything like that, you get he got my respect.
0: You playing your
1: you're crab? you going home and working on some shit. I'm not. That nigga going home and working on a neck chop. This nigga looked at a couple YouTube videos and said he do jujitsu. None of that shit going to work. None of that shit going to work when I hit you with this trash can. <laughs> you see how you say that? Fight, fight that? fight the nigga with that same mentality. As soon as y'all square up, you're going to start rethinking every decision you made. Mm-hmm. He going to be thinking about a this, this nigga don't really part. know jujitsu. I'm about to square up with this nigga. As soon as he start warming up, you're like, damn, I wonder what jiu Yeah, you can do all that shit. You when, when I hit you with this salt shaker or, or that uh that canister right there. No boy, cause we don't fight there. We don't fight there. Even though you asked for a fair fight, <laughs> fighting, <laughs> <laughs> fighting. <laughs> but yeah, uh, another thing. Water bottles. I'm just getting the water at the uh, Chick Fil A. Y'all, I'm hopping off the sun I said I had to stick a step away from that. This shit was doing me dirty. Actually, it wasn't. It was actually fine. But I said I'm gonna get water anyway. But look, if you're drinking enough water in the day, in my- if you're drinking enough water in the day, why you need to cut out the sun Because man, you can't be pulling up to the fast food restaurant and getting this terrible ass meals, bro. Even though it's fast food, you gotta take a day where you go in that joint and get some chill shit. The nigga at the front of the Chick-fil-A the last time I ordered, he was like, that's exactly how I be ordering, bro. Just keeping it chill. We were both like, yeah, keeping it chill. I'm in the front of the line. Yeah, you right. And y'all, y'all know I cut red meat too, so. I cut red meat out. I've been eating way more fruits and veggies. Gut health, man. And Gut I wanted to use that health. as a segue, just to mm-hmm. RIP little Key. It seems as though he died via liver failure. Apparently, he might have overdosed on codeine or was drinking some Mm -hmm. or whatever. We don't even really know, man. I I feel like these days, just hearing about young people losing their life, it don't seem like death is this thing that is just like an old age thing no more. Yeah, not for sure. Death used to seem like when you get older, you have problems. Now... We seeing people our age die from liver failure, stomach problems at all age. Nah, Man, sure. we got to make a change in some way. I know y'all niggas not doing lean and stuff like that, but if you eating that Chick-fil-A every week, Popeye's and KFC and all of that, are you so far behind? Yeah. And let me just tell you, I went, you know, I went to the doctor. Um, when did I go? A couple weeks? No. Last week I went to the doctor when yeah. I was tired of shit. Um, but I, the reason why I started getting my diet together is because I was watching this video and a dude was like, if you want them, it was this black dude on Instagram, one of them random, look, black health initiative pages, all vegan. Yeah. B- look, black, red and green flag. They bout it. Yeah. But, uh, he was like, y'all young cats, wake. He said, these young cats that wake up, what do they drink first? The first thing they drink is orange juice. Or or some type of cranberry juicy juice or something, and they eat that with whatever they eat. He said they might you might wake up later. You eat wings. He said you wake. No, he said you wake up. You go to Dunkin' Donuts, get a donut croissant, put that on your stomach with orange juice, yeah. no water. Then you might go to work, and then at lunch they getting wings. So you get wings now, wings and fries on your stomach. And what do you get? Uh, 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 Ice a cheese, a, a soda, iced tea lemonade. or a lemonade. Then you get off work, go to the club and take shots and wonder why your stomach plugged up. And I was thinking, "Damn, you know what? When I used to work, I would do that same thing. I was always let me get a large number whatever, large coat. Mm-hmm. And I was not drinking water at all. And I just I just I just want to say that because you literally rent you're renting your body. It is not yours to keep. You renting this junk. So the shit that you put into it you might as well start at a young age. Nobody's saying that you gotta cut everything out and become vegan. You don't even have to do that. But eating good foods and shit, more fruits, drinking, trying to drink a gallon of water, aka seven and a half bottles. You think this the first body you rent ever rented? Terrence, please don't start. And they was like, did Terrence see uh you see they was like, the Terrence see Doctor Strange? Cause he's talking that Doctor Strange shit. Man, y'all know my Doctor Strange was my first. The, my favorite Marvel film before this madness, Universe Madness. I haven't seen that. Doctor Strange is my number one because of the astral travel aspect of it, the mm-hmm. astral projection aspect. When she was like, poof, push that man out of, outside of his body. That's my favorite. That's one of my favorite moments in Marvel film history. You see when she did that to the Hulk? Yes. You ruining it for somebody who might not have seen whatever you know. If you haven't seen it by now, you're right. Hey, but look, the only reason why I ask that is because it's like, damn, you, you, there's certain ways that you take care of your body that's just second nature. And we equate it to, well, you know what? I've been living since I was born, so, you, you know, your brain tells you to, your brain tell you? For you sure? Your body is amazing, bro, the way the way it works. Like, me and my girl were talking about why you have eyebrows. Yeah. because when you sweat, they know how important your eyesight is, so you literally grow hair there so that the water don't get in your eye. I just be thinking about Fire. people who have little habits that they do, and it's like, you just do, it's just something that you only do, but it's the way you take care of you. Maybe. Well, like I said, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, I don't know. Anyway, uh, what was we talking about before that? What were we talking about, Lil Keith? Oh, yeah. Gut health. Rest in peace, Lil Keith, man. He was young. He was, believe it or not, he was a father. He had kids. He wanted to be yeah. around for his daughter. To see somebody go from something like this, it's just another one of those heads up, y'all. I feel like it's a recurring thing on this podcast. To take care of your gut. Hey, look, this For is sure. another thing. We got to start living like we're going to be old one day. I've watched my parents and even a lot of y'all parents, all of our parents, we could say, they got old and you can tell that they weren't really expecting to be older. Yep. So now that now eating healthier and making those decisions is tougher because it's like, damn, I guess I, do, I should eat better. Yep. So I think the longer that you wait to eat healthy or even just start putting it in your mind, the harder it's going to be when you need to. You can't be 40 saying, I'm about to start. I'm about to... No, you can't be 40 still with horrible eating habits. You know? Shout out my man, Tori. That's my mentor. And just watching him at that age, crossing through 39 into those 40s and treating your body right. I want to be in that type of shape. You want to be the 40 that can be out there with your son. You don't need to... You're the one that's telling your son to set your chairs up so you you can sit there and watch, you know? Yeah. Especially when you have grandkids. I want to be their granddad like Mr. Dave. Shout out to Mr. Dave. I don't don't think he will ever listen to this podcast. But when me and Terrence first started playing baseball, our neighbor across the street, Mr. Dave, Mm -hmm. used to take us up to the field, and he was like 60 back then. He was 60 in 2012. And, I mean, when I tell you he was out there throwing the, the baseball with us and could throw it far, could hit the ball. Yep. I don't know what it was. Shout out Mr. Dave. Shout out to Mr. Dave, man. He's still kicking. I wouldn't have been decent. In ba- I wouldn't have been as good as I was in baseball if it wasn't for Mr. Dave taking us up to that field. For sure. I wouldn't have been all county. <laughs> the niggas that played with me. That nigga wasn't all county. <laughs> Terrence was good, though. I only made the team because Terrence was good in baseball. He was, he was, was Terrence and Terrence, Denzel, Sean, they was all great in my friend group. They was all great at baseball. I used to just want to hang out with them. So they was like, you should play baseball. And I used to help Terrence when we was at, at the crib, cause he was learning. He was like good. So I used to like throw the ball with him and shit. And I low key was all right. So Terrence and them was like all you know first base. Terrence was first base, had the same number three years. He was he started in in tenth grade. Y'all don't understand. I was a I was a he was a baller for the baseball team. Nobody really gave a fuck, but but I hadn't played baseball my whole life. I put, I put the work in that summer and miraculously made the team. Mm-hmm. I felt like a, a, I felt like a god when I made. When they said the varsity names, I said I made a varsity team in high school, and I'm in tenth grade and I'm playing varsity. And I remember thinking, oh yeah, this getting ready to be next level. We about to have fans and everything. Absolutely not. <laughs> I might as well have fucking signed up for that damn team. <laughs> like, we was good. I was. I was just saying this when we was going to the Nationals game. We was good until we played the real teams. So we played them white boys them from white the, boys from, love, them from Harrisburg, Harrisburg. Them niggas come uh, out and be warming up different. We yeah. over there supposed to be throwing back and forth yeah, watching out all there niggas. looking like the key combos. yeah? Yeah, we <laughs> out there looking like hardball. <laughs> we ain't have G-Baby or none of that inspo. Like, we was some shit. But for real, for real, that just let y'all know that Terrell, whatever I do, he'll follow suit. For real, that's not, not even I the case. If I start playing the piano upstairs, Y'all going to see Terrell upstairs pressing keys. First of all, I already play piano. Catch up. You it's th- just, I Whatever a base- I do here, grab Had it. Had a baseball game doubleheader with these niggas and still had a piano recital and mm. killed it that night. Look at his face and his hair. He wouldn't even look like that. This nigga would be walking have, around looking like Sterling Brown if, he, if it wasn't for me. Terrence, we have <laughs> 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 we have proof that I no had a beard. for me? I had, I had a beard when you had that chin strap. Terrell, why you start the beard though? Because you saw a vision of excellence. I just well, decided to not do it. This nigga was scruffy one day. Was was scruffy for a week. I said, "Bet I'm about to get a beard. This nigga was doing the... He had an RG3 face. Look at his shirt. He wouldn't have that shirt if it wasn't for me. How? Now you lying. <laughs> this bitch ass nigga is lying. <laughs> Why would I not have this? <laughs> no, you got it. You got it. You got it. My bad, y'all. But yeah, just to end that. Take care of your gut. Take care of your gut. Take care of your gut. You don't want to be walking around this joint ailed over. Hell yeah. Just remember your body is for rent. Yep. You don't keep that shit. You're going to leave this joint and you will leave faster. Pay attention to your habits. Like even me as somebody who like will smoke, like sometimes I know it might be what you do, but based on how you feel, you can't do it today. Like if you got a fucked up stomach, right? And you always, when I get off work, I always get those, that hot dog from, It do me right. I get a hot dog from 7-Eleven and a Slurpee because I love that. That's my midnight snack. Bet. Cool. But if your Mm -hmm. stomach's fucked up, maybe we ease off of that. My smokers. Some of y'all who got the GERD and the acid reflux. I know about it. You can't smoke when you have your acid reflux acting up. You got acid reflux and you keep smoking and you saying, dang. Come on, bro. (laughs) You could easily save yourself. So, look, make the decision, the right decisions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. I was the dude for a long time. Didn't go to the doctor. I'm not going, I'm not making an appointment unless something's wrong, unless I got a reason to go. And then I go to Urgent care. They figure out, they give me something that I'll never come back. Yeah. I got a doctor's appointment. And you know what? I don't like my doctor. I'm about to get a new one. I don't like his ass. I don't like my doctor. I felt like she was being fresh. What was wrong with your doctor? This motherfucker kept trying to get me to, like, get that he knew about some shit. He would be like, you know Quavo? I know him. You know, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember you yeah. told me that. fuck out of here and tell me what's wrong. What was he? He was a white boy, Asian guy. Asian? You should have flipped the script right on his ass. You seen, tad, Rush? Tad. You seen Rush Out? You see Rush Out? out? That's fucked up. This is reminding me of that. Remember the scene with... Right. Look, as soon as he gets serious, right. Now stop asking me about Quavo. <laughs> 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 Don't try to give me... Oh, well, well Jackie Chan is... And I'm... Oh, hold up! <laughs> you didn't ask me! <laughs> That's funny as shit. All right, man, let's get serious. I really wanted to touch on the Buffalo shooting. Um, by now, it being Friday, y'all have already probably seen in the news um, what happened about a... Not two, uh, Just almost two weeks ago at this point. But um, 18-year-old man by the name of Peyton Gendron... Uh, shot and killed 10 black people in Buffalo, New York at a Topps grocery store uh, in the heart of a predominantly black neighborhood that he drove 200 miles to mm-hmm. uh, with an assault rifle. And he streamed the whole thing on uh, Twitch. And um, his reasoning, and I think what's important... Excuse me. you get, good. Is... <laughs> <laughs> One thing I tell you, I hate when niggas do that when they're telling a speech. Don't get up on stage and get belchy, nigga. Get all of that wind out of your stomach. It's because when we... <laughs> fix that shit, nigga. Somebody get him a ginger ale up there. Hold up. You need some of this water? That's going to make you more burpy. When we... <laughs> but his reasoning for it is supposed be serious. I'm sorry. You're right. Re- and I got a little bit of a soapbox to get on, so... Nah, I'm letting you out. I'm letting you rock. His reason for doing it, um, he wrote in his manifesto. First of all, this motherfucker had a manifesto that he wrote, um, where he said that he was not racist. I was not racist. I wasn't born racist. And he said, I became this way when I learned the truth, uh, which is that white people in this country are being replaced. So the white replacement theory is the, is the, the primary reason why he went and... and and killed those people, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I think... Did you want to dive a little bit more deeper on exactly what that is? Yeah, so that's so... Okay, so in 1990, white people that are non-Hispanic origin, of a non-Hispanic origin, uh, made up 76% of the U.S. population. So, just regular white folks made up 76% of the population. Today, that number's down to 60%. Okay. So white people make up 60%. So their number that that number is declining. And so there's white supremacists that have this white replacement theory that believe that this is happening and so we got to do everything we can to stop this from happening. And one of the things that you'll see and this is I'm not getting on here to talk about you know how the 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 shooting was whatever. We all have already seen everybody talk about that. I yeah. want to highlight some shit that people are not really thinking about in this whole shit. Number one, the white replacement theory, Joe Biden gets up there and he says, I didn't, I couldn't find a regular clip. But in so many words, Joe Biden got up there and said, These people, and even Kathy Hochul, the mayor of New York. New York, and I gotta talk about her ass. She got up there and was like, the this idea that there's people out there that think that. You know we're trying to replace we're, we're, that white people are being replaced. It's ridiculous. Joe Biden, president, got up there and was like, "These people have these crazy ideas that that whites are being replaced and whatever." It's not. It's not true. It's not a thing in this country. And that I'm just here to say that that's not true. The white replacement theory is something that oh the government. Everybody, oh, from the top, has shown you that they believe in that. For the last 10 years, they've been working around the same idea. Y'all just won't call it the same thing. You'll just do things that support that, but won't do it the same thing. Donald Trump ran his whole 2016 election on what? Immigration being a problem. Mm -hmm. We need to control our borders. We got all these people coming in. He played this whole white. Make America great again. We're gonna take our country back. back. That think about it. Uh, but we didn't. But white replacement is just random. Nah, yeah, that's a random. Donald thing. Trump won on or, an idea of wh- the white replacement theory. One hundred percent. Barack Obama was the first black president. Yeah. The first black president did nothing for black folks, right? And we can talk about that in a sec. He definitely did a little something. He did nothing specific. I I'm sorry. He did he did things for Black folks. He did nothing specifically for us. Facts. He had, he opened the uh, boys. Oh, I want here about no fucking all boys right, and All right, all right. But look, he what? Look. Barack Obama played the biggest role in the rise and the, you know, the LGBTQ movement. Right. When you think about the white power structure, and the way they look at that they look at it is less babies now they're trying to but it's the thing there's that but then there's also there's there's the there's the people that think well they're trying to re- reverse Roe v Wade so that you can't have an abortion but they don't care about poor people they don't care about the people in the lower class when it comes to that cuz okay. they know you're going to go out you're going to go out and try to get an abortion anyway I and mean, when we said it's going to affect It's going to affect poor, lower class citizens the most. Yeah. Um. So, so a lot of the things that happen in the country go back to that. But so you think that the abortion thing and even what you were just talking about with uh, Obama, with Obama and the LGBTQ, that all ties back to a white replacement theory? Yeah. Okay. Let's make the world more gay. Like I'm not gonna get too deep. But we talked about the the black men on TV thing, or the, just black or the, ma- the war on black masculinity, the, yeah. the war on black masculinity. Yeah, every black dude on TV now is gay. It'll be a white dude. The show will have a white dude. Look, look at the uh, Eternals, the Marvel joint. People was mad about that because strong white dude, strong white woman, strong Asian woman, strong other dude, and then the black dude is gay. Not saying that he's less strong, because representation is important. But it's always it's never a, the strong black guys always torn down in some way. Yeah, I feel you. Um but and we've been talking about this for a minute. Like it's sure. been it's been a minute in in mainstream media. Just look at like the red even the red the red carpets, like it seems like bunch of gay black men that will that will host on a red carpet. We even got you know what I'm saying? But it's it's not that there's an issue with the presence of, of them, there's an issue with the absence. Of for sure. The other. Right. Oh, oh it's, it's not an it's issue just, with them it's not an issue with not them a, having uh gay sure. people in there. Absolutely. Stuff. It's just that we're talking about the absence of the other side. Yeah. and because, because inclusion never meant we're gonna start excluding another another. You know what I mean? For sure. And even and you, I'm sorry to talk all of you, but like even with like the MM's thing, where they made the M&M like a neutral Eminem, the green m M&M, Mm-hmm. So now it's like, damn, Like I thought the Eminem was the one the one lady's Eminem. It was a man Eminem. It was a lady's Eminem. She still is a lady, but they made her a little bit less what they would call, I, I don't know. I don't give a damn But do me. you see how that would make that type of woman feel like, damn, why y'all couldn't just add another one? And then now there's one of each. It seems like if they put one in, then one has to go. You know? Well, yeah. And that's what they said. Well, everybody was like, it's fucking Eminem's. But- Still. But outside of all of that, um I think the biggest issue with the the Buffalo shooter is everybody's talking about the fact that think about the the number one thing that's come out of this is what? Gun control. Mm-hmm. Man, we gotta get these guns off the street. Yeah. Kathy Holtra just passed you just passed a a crime bill. I mean a, a gun control thing that she just sent up to whoever. It's probably ain't shit gonna happen with it, probably. And but this is my thing, bro. That's not that's not what should happen. If you ask me, what should happen? I think we should get. I think they should give the black community in Buffalo about thirty million dollars for going through that. What you think about that? I agree. Their whole family is fucked up now. No, I mean like they should give the they should give thirty million dollars to the entire black community of Buffalo, New York. Doesn't that sound like? Okay. I mean, people that wasn't even in the store. I think they should just give that to $30 million. I I agree. (laughs) You agree, but I can see it in your face. I agree, but I know they're going to call it bullshit. I know that people will say no. I just know what you're thinking. You're thinking, hmm, I don't know about that, Terrell, because that sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot of money to be given to a certain community. Because because why don't you think that they should... Why would you think that they they shouldn't do that, though? Because my thing is, Sorry. i always getting cold. But uh, they probably wouldn't do that because they don't know who to give the money to. There's going to be confusion about who's... Think about it. The re- well, go ahead. I-, I know what point you're trying to make. So I ain't going to step on it with me trying to, you know. Well, I just think it's something that's heavy on... The- I think it's heavy on the community. I think... They should allocate it to people that can do mental health research, that could allocate different resources in terms of monetary, whatever, to those people, and I think that would be dope. And I can tell you right now, there's a lot of people, including black folks, probably listening right now saying exactly what they said about Obama, his whole presidency, because I was critical of B.O. But they're probably saying they ain't going to give that to them, but I want you all to listen to this. This is the governor of New York. The Governor of New York, back when COVID and the rising of Asian hate and COVID-19 in New York, that when they had that shooting in Atlanta, well unfortunately those it was seven Asian people that that uh, died in a mass shooting in Atlanta. Um, this is what the mayor did in New York in New York, same mayor local announced millions of dollars in funding for community organizations that assist Asian Americans. A total of $10 million is going to help the communities which were hit hard in New York by COVID-19 and a rise in hate crimes. The funding will go toward various services, case management, and mental health support. In addition to helping marginalized communities, Governor Hochul says it also sends a strong message against bias incidents.
0: We will continue to
1: $6.8 million will go to the Asian American Federation, which will direct funding to 59 organizations. So they got about $17 million just for that. And the only reason why I play that, because I think that's dope. I think what happened, you know, what happened to Asians were hit hard by COVID-19. Black people, I don't know if y'all remember them saying that black people died at the highest rate of COVID-19. We that's what I'm not my thing. Getting. Okay, so hold on real quick, because I don't want to shit on this. But that's the thing. We were hit hardest. We also have been the highest victims of hate crimes for the last five years. So this is my thing. The same mayor, this lady in Buffalo, because this is all about Buffalo, this same mayor will not call this an anti-black hate crime. She will only refer to it as an act of terrorism, domestic terrorism. She will not say, she won't even say black folks. Because I've been studying this chick. And what was was fucked up. I think that's dope that the Asian community got that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's something that black people do not get. You if, when you black, you can't get that. This man had nigger on his rifle. Yep. He set up an entire plan about how he was going to specifically go after blacks. And it seems like this big fucking mystery and we can't call it, you know what I'm saying, of, of whether it's an anti like anti black It just—it is kind of frustrating seeing you stand up there and say we will neglect any act of hate, but this one you can't even identify this one as an act of hate. Why? What the the fuck has to happen for y'all to see it as a hateful thing? It's benign neglect. It's—it's what has to happen. I'm sorry. And that's the thing. And I think that's what Benjamin Crump, who we know we—he—we all been kind of on the fence with Benjamin Crump, but he did come out and speak on this about how, nah, this needs to be looked at as an anti-black hate crime. Everybody wants to focus on gun control, cool, for sure. Everybody wants to focus on terrorism, cool, for sure. But they know, once you say that this is an anti-black hate crime, you gotta treat this the same way you treated the Native Americans Uh that that got um, the uh, executive order or legislation for their hate crimes. You gotta treat it the same way you treated the Asian community when the anti-Asian hate they got legislation and, and and uh and shit. We want legislation. It's like we don't need no fucking condolences. What the fuck is that about to do? Nah, yeah. And that's why they're why we can't get some millies behind our, our our organizations and our marginalized communities. You don't think that there's marginalized communities in Buffalo? Just, nah, for sure. Buffalo is still one of the most segregated cities in New York. Um, there's so much, but that's the he literally made sure he went to a marginalized community to do that. Nah, for sure. It's like hearing her say that there's gonna be all of this support and money, it's like, damn, it would be nice to hear that for the people of fucking Buffalo after this shit. And they didn't even have like a tragedy like this in Buffalo. And she did that in New York. When that happened, they they were hit hard by COVID-19. Not harder than us though. Didn't you say that there was a shooting though? There was a shooting that happened in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. But with the rise, she as New York mayor said, bet, well my my community of Asians in New York are being hit hard by COVID-19. Even a black folks was too. And dealing with hate crimes too. But they will never they're not gonna focus it that way. And remember, just the just that's the only thing that I wanted people to take away from this Buffalo situation in the aftermath of it, is that they're treating everything based on gun control. And you as a black person, you come last. Gun control, Kamala Harris's black ass got up there and said sexism is a problem in this country. No, she said racism is a problem in this country. So is sexism and xenophobia. See how when you do that, you kind of take away from the, the point because you're adding everything else in? Right. And then the last thing that I wanted to say is I was critical on Barack Obama. And remember, for eight years, when black folks were saying he didn't do nothing specifically for black folks, what did they say? It's not like he could come out and just do something specifically for y'all. Y'all need to shut up. Like, why would he? He can't just come out and do something specifically for black folks only. Okay, but then we get to see the Asian community get deads. we get to see the natives get deads. he gave 12 million dollars in reparations to holocaust survivors so it really only works for it it, it, that only applies to black folks nah it's crazy and i felt like it is to me those people who went into that that tops market were killed and taken out of this world because they were black now for for no other reason yep there is literally a video i mean, me and terrell both watched the video that video will make you sick to your stomach in that yeah. video, he go up to... Y'all seen it. He goes up to the white dude. Doesn't kill him. I told Terrell... He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I told Terrell, if I was that dude... Well, not that. But yeah. I bet that dude probably thanked the heavenly skies that he was white that day. I would. If there's some crazy-ass lunatic in this joint shooting up everybody, and he come to me and say, you good, brother. It'll be like... This is a this is privilege that I didn't even ask for, but now it's apparent. Yep. Now I can clearly see the racism. It wouldn't be no question. Damn, I'm still here. Yeah. If it wasn't an act of hate and it was just terror terrorism, why am I still here? Did they open the plane jets for 9-11 and let some of their people out with parachutes before they killed everybody on that plane? No. Because everybody who's on this plane is dying for this message that we're making. That's terrorism. Mm-hmm. This is an act of hate. Nigger on the rifle. We still can't seem to see it. But Dylan nasty. Roof on it. He wrote... That's not all he wrote. He wrote Dylan... He wrote nigger on his rifle. He wrote Dylan Roof's name, who shot up the church with the black folks. This He is wrote insane. his name. And then he put, here's your reparations on the back of the gun. Here's your reparations on the back of the gun. And this is my thing. A lot of people like to compare the shooting where it was, a, it was, it was I think, non-white people that died in Las uh, Vegas in a no it's in a oh. city down south shooter was black and they were like why didn't Joe Biden say anything about or why didn't Joe Biden go to this town and people were trying to compare that one but the difference is this dude had a manifesto he went to kill black folks on a basis of racism that dude was like the shooter that shot the guy shot at the movie theater he just shot anybody the guy who shot up um that uh that place down there yeah in, in that city down south He wasn't aiming to kill white people. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have a manifesto. That's my thing. And that's what makes it different. There's been so many mass shootings already this year. This one is getting the national coverage because of the racist backtones of it. It is clearly racist as fuck. Like, obvious. So, that is... is, I mean, y'all got to keep it 100, though. It would be frustrating. It would be frustrating to look on the news and see... Something as horrific as this being downplayed. When you know if you was black and in that store, you would not be here. If I'm in that store, I don't know anybody else that's black listening to this. Didn't you feel a little bit weird going to the grocery? I mean, what the fuck? I don't know if anybody else did, but we did. Does that mean anything to anybody? I'm in a fucking safe way. Happier that I'm in the back. And when I'm at the front, I got this bullshit-ass anxiety of just about being in the front when I'm checking out. And I had so much shit in my back, I had to get in the line. And I'm like, I really wish I could just get to the self-checkout and get out of here. And then I had to tell myself, why are you even thinking like this? you just at the grocery store. Because i just seen people die for just simply being black, and it's 2022. And we still trying to act like, well, you know what? Well, all right, bet. Do I go next? And then maybe that? You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you still got the people that run the country dancing around the fact that this is what it is. And that's why I wanted to point that out, because people are falling for that gun law, that gun control message. Yeah, we need to do something about gun control because he shouldn't be able to go in here with this with this gun. The bigger problem than that, though, needs to be that, yo, this is anti-black right here. Yeah. Let's focus on that. But you'll notice, and when y'all watch the news, just look. Everybody will say this was an act of terrorism. The lady would not even say anything about black... Go look at the mayor of New York talk about it. She would not say nothing about black folks at all. She was like, this was an act of terrorism. It was was barbaric. It was this, it was that. And we've got to stop this and gun control. Okay, cool. So you're not going to focus on the anti-black. So this will happen again. Right. It's going to happen again. Because what if somebody goes... And says I'm gonna go stab a million uh, a bunch of black people in this supermarket. Stabs eight black people. Right. And then look. Not about gun control then. Exactly. And the reason why this the shit is so the 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 push for this is so aggressive is because there's no longer that excuse y'all made for Obama. You can't make it no more, where you can say we can't just do something specifically because. It has to be for everybody. Nah, they told black folks that for years. And then we watched the Asian community get a specific legislation. We watched the natives get specific legislation. Barack ran his whole campaign helping out specific LGBTQ, um, legisl- giving, giving them legislation. And we always got to sit back and be told, yeah, but come on, y'all. Like, And that's the problem. And so that's why that's the only thing I wanted to highlight in this shit. I want to send us a, a huge rest in peace to the victims that are literally my grandmother's age. Yeah, I wanted to actually give more of a spotlight to those people just because, like you just said, those people are literally our grandparent age, like my pa- even my parents' age, you know? Aaron Salter Jr., Pearl Young, Robert- Roberta Dreary, Celestine Shaney, Hayward Patterson, Andre McDaniel and Catherine Massey, you got 72, 52, 65, 77. Come on, bro. Mm-hmm. That's tragic, man. Hearts definitely go out to those families because I know those are the those are the generation starters of those families in Buffalo. You know how many people probably came from a 77 and a and a 82. Yeah, And her son was like the head of like, her son was like in the police commission, like yeah. they make us feel like our lives mean nothing when we get nothing, no actions behind it. Nah, for sure. And I was just, that's just the message is to keep y'all, keep your eyes open to what's really going on out this joint and what's really happening and how you can really see it because, okay, cool. Let's say we do get gun control. Now only handguns. Does Hand that mean gun- handgun- we say, gun for- got 12 bullets. He can still go out and kill 12 more black, somebody else. And that motherfucker live streamed it on Twitch. How crazy do it get? How much more crazy do it need to get? I'm telling you, man, it's uh, it's wild. And look, we don't in any way mean to like condemn or put down any other group. We might bring up whether it be Asians, LGBT, LGBTQ, Native Americans. We only bring them up as examples of how action can be taken, and it and it creates change. Action does create change. Well, at least gives us a safety net to fall on. What are those families going to do in Buffalo if nothing happens? You know, mm-hmm. you all might think, what? Why do they need money? If we keeping that same energy cool, that's the thing. not. Yeah, because I know when I said let's give the whole Black community thirty million dollars, was probably people that was thinking even Black folks, even me, at one point would have been like, we just gonna give all this money to Black folks, because they uh, people will instantly think about thinking about the negative things that people do with money. Yeah. But we get to see all these other groups that go through less get more. Yeah, so we see it less. happen. Yeah, and so I wanted to definitely bring that up and talk about that um, because I just thought the narrative was, was headed the wrong way. Yeah, y'all, this is some bullshit, man. If I was in that top market, I don't even know if I would be here. That's the crazy part, and it, it's not for no other reason but because I was black. That shit don't. That shit don't sit right with me. Not in yeah. 2022. Nigger on your rifle, that's like all right. Bet that's why Loki wanted to start with that DMX joint, cause DMX was like in that in the, in the belly, he had a decision to make. You know what I'm saying? I got this gun on this dude who's spitting wise words to me. I don't came this far. That's why he's like. Once I found out that the clock was ticking, Glocks Glocks was switching. Like, what? Like it's like I felt like I needed revenge. Like, is our time shorter? You know what I'm saying? Is that the action that we about to start seeing a lot of? Because what happens when we start taking matters into our own hands? We've been saying this for a long time, right? What happens when black people take matters into their own hands? Then it's a problem. Then we can see it. You know? Mm-hmm. People don't hear you till you start banging on the table sometimes. That's a fact. But once again, big RIP to those people. Not trying to mellow us out all the way. Um, but yeah, some heavy stuff. Want to definitely make sure people got a different, uh, POV. Nah, yeah. That shit, you know? But, um, did want to curb it TV. Um, do you have a movie suggestion of the week? Because I do. I always have a movie suggestion of the week, for real, for real. I can dish you a movie suggestion of the week. It don't matter any, every hour of the day. <laughs> <laughs> But well, before that, I did want to say Black Mirror is returning with their sixth season on Netflix. And they're saying it will be their most cinematic season they've ever done. Every episode will be treated as an individual film. Netflix, drop it. And then we'll look at it. <laughs> because y'all came Why? with that bullshit, Bundersnatch, Cumberbatch, whatever that bullshit was. That movie? Where you had, it was like a game. We didn't, We wasn't for that shit. And they did the same thing with that. You know what I'm saying? Black Mirror has made so many attempts to be next level. All right. Just drop, bro. Because, look, we y'all haven't dropped since when? 18? 19? Yeah. And, look, not a lot of people like the striking Vipers joints. Not a lot of people like the, the newer episodes, even though the new episodes was good. But it's like, I'm really anxious. Black Mirror, if you was coming back, it's almost like these shows, do. look, Snowfall. Next year, they're going to have this big comeback. After this trash-ass season, just come back. The countdown is, hey, drop. Because for real, for real, what y'all coming with? This is me putting pressure on Black Mirror, y'all. This is not me shitting. This is me saying, all right, Black Mirror, you've set a standard, and I'm going to make you live up to that shit. Nah, for real. Because with the world now, y'all should be able to come with some real shit. Yeah, let's go. Come on. Hey, I just recently saw the episode with the Black Museum. Mm Mm-hmm. The Black Museum. Where was Shuri? With Shuri, yeah, from mm. uh Black Panther. That joint was crazy. <laughs> Proof that when you ever act in any black movie, that's who you are for life. If you don't do anything else, if you was in one black movie, we're gonna call you that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever your best movie was. <laughs> Who's some examples of that? Uh Leon from the Five Heartbeats. Leon from the Five Heartbeats. <laughs> Even though his name is just Leon. <laughs> and he wasn't in the five heartbeats. Then look, he's not a good example because he's just who he is. Who is somebody that we uh the black nigga from Diary of a Mad Black Woman, the dude that was in uh, damn, but look, we ain't got names. Who, oh, Clifton Powell will always be um, Pinky to me. Damn, I would I would have to put this list together. I don't want to say no wrong names, but like there are certain things you get a you act in certain movies. That's who you are. We need to put that you list know? together. We gotta put that list together. Yeah. I was thinking about bro from Set It Off. Remember the dude from Set It Off and the dude from Players Club. Set It Off, he. Set it off, did he get... Set it off, he had the haircut in the beginning. Got her cousin killed. Remember? Oh, okay, yeah. Players oh, yeah. Club, he was a horrible nigga. It was oh, his baby terrible. shower. He was the, the nigga that killed Kane and Ministers Society. Killed Kane and Menace's Society. I see that nigga don't want no smoke. Yeah. We know how he get down. <laughs> nah, for real. We need to put that list together because honestly, that is a decorated list. It is. But uh, my movie suggestion of the week, y'all, is The Town. Ben Affleck, Jeremy Renner, just... If you've never seen The Town, they just put it on HBO Max, I think like a month and a half ago. And it used to be on Netflix. was on Netflix, but it's on HBO Max. One of the best bank robbery heist movies out there. Ben Affleck, Jeremy Renner killed Mm -hmm. it. Hawkeye, a lot of y'all know him as Hawkeye. That man has range. Hawkeye. You ever seen that movie called River, River, River? Mystic River? Mystic River? I that's not Jeremy it. Renner. That is Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Is not in that. And he is in that. He is in that. I started it. This motherfucker was in the beginning with a uh, pistol. I'm not a pistol with the uh, with the intervention and was shooting the uh, the dogs. <laughs> is that Jeremy Renner was in that? Sure. Mystic River came out. I don't know if that was Jeremy. No, Renner. I'm thinking about. Hold the I'm thinking about something else. Try to say Mystic River. That's Academy Award winning movie right there. I think that's Clint Eastwood. I'm thinking about Wind River. Wind River. Dad told me to watch it. This motherfucker pulled up that's a on 23rd, Netflix. That's when that's 2017 It did come on 2017. <laughs> movie suggestion of the week, Terrence, since you got so many of them. I wanted to give a real good one, but my movie suggestion of the week. Let's see. What do I got? What do I got? You know what? I'm going to lobby this one. My movie suggestion of the week, y'all are not going to be able to see it. But if you can, I feel like you should at least try. It's gonna be called The House of Flying Daggers. I don't know if y'all ever seen this movie. But I fucking love this movie. This movie is, believe it or not, it's a foreign film. So it's not gonna be in English. I believe it's in whatever it's in. But if y'all seen uh you seen Rush Hour. You remember the, the Asian chick that was in Rush Hour? Mm-hmm. Which she one? Was the, one? the one that was fighting against uh, Chris Rock? Uh-huh. Believe it or not, she is known as literally one of the most gorgeous women in like Japanese-American film history. Like literally she is gorgeous. If I had, if I had a, a shot, I would easily instantly go smack at that joint. I would learn a whole different language to go smack at that joint. Y'all, see how, <laughs> y'all you know how dead ass I am? I would learn a whole different language. Just because I'm a fan of her in movies, though. I'm not really, you know, I'm not really, you know. Come on, y'all. But anyway, bottom line, this movie so far, believe it or not, this girl is blonde. And this dude has to, like, lead her through this. I'm not even going to spoil. I can't even tell you what what it's about. Just know that joint has a crazy ending. That joint has a... Though it's beautifully shot. One of the best shots, I'm telling you. They do shit different than us, man. Their shit... It's almost like I remember just, when you was watching this. So that movie's amazing, House of Flying Daggers. I'm just gonna leave it there. If you want to watch a beautiful ass movie, beautifully shot, that movie, man, and it's beautiful action. Let me tell you, this is that's fire. My man who was in y'all know one of my favorite movies. I don't know if y'all know this. One of my favorite movies ever is Chung King Express. Chung King Express. The guy who plays the young share of detective in the beginning of that is in it. I mean, I haven't seen it, so you know I ain't gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about. But guess what? That man's a fucking legend. This movie was great. I'm just leaving it. I'm just leaving it at that. This dude. Do you know how much of a legend he is, bro? <laughs> do you know how much of a legend he is in my book? He played Scorpion in Mortal Kombat. Anyway. Um, nigga looked like he was in Mortal Kombat. This nigga looks like Baraka. <laughs> and who do you look like? You'll take that L easy to Baraka. Nah, for real. That nigga do this joint. Remember that? Tink, tink, tink. <laughs> nigga keep doing the same move. He not letting me get up. All you gotta do is keep tripping the nigga. Soon as I learn how to block, it's over with. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you know what? Y'all niggas really didn't grow up on games like Tekken, Mortal Kombat, Marvel vs. Capcom. They did. They've been making them joints seem like but these they didn't days it on. don't seem like the. Scroll over, pick your fighter, and then you fight with him. It seemed more like those games are dying. Yeah. They done relied heavily on Mortal Kombat that give you the most gruesome look. You ain't even playing the game at a certain point. You just watching. Over over XY, and now you're watching the animation. You know what I yeah, mean? No like, bull. I think um Super Smash Brothers, the way it transcended time and came back and became a huge thing on Nintendo Switch for older people and younger people. It's yeah, just, it's a cash cow. Nah, it's, it's 100% a cash cow, and it just speaks to the greatness of that game. I mean, we grew up with real games. I did want to say this, Terrell. Uh, we got a lot of high schoolers. Shout out to the high schoolers that are graduating high school. Believe it or not, it's a lot of people's last week of school mm-hmm. this week. Damn. This week is their last days of high school. You know what? It was a lot of proms. Mm-hmm. I was in a Safeway, and this girl said, I was talking to the girl in the grocery, grocery line. She was real talkative, real cool. Believe it or not, y'all know how I do. I'm looking for the human experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to her, and she's like, well, I'm only 20, so. I only got three days of high school left. That was such to me like a 20 in high school. No, 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 not 20. She didn't say that. 17? She said she was 18? She didn't. Maybe she didn't even say her age. I'm sorry. She just mm-hmm. said, well, I'm about to finish high school, so I only got three days left. And I thought, damn, that was such a like... I felt like, damn, you really getting ready to like start your life and you just, like proud of it. When people say stuff like that, well, I only got four days of high school left, so... They just like wanted to tell you. I didn't even ask, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right, getting ready to graduate. So I wanted to bring that here and ask you if there was any advice that you could offer for somebody that might be leaving high school and starting out going on their way to college. I know we might have given this advice before on the podcast if you listened before, but mm-hmm. with prom season and graduation season afoot, we got a lot of young listeners. Anything you can offer them? I would say. If I had to give any advice to people that are graduating, my advice would be to think really hard about what you want to do, but don't just go to college. I, and this is probably not going to be advice that your parents would agree A lot of people, parents wouldn't agree with, but don't just rush into college. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's so many. Figure out what you really want to do, and then figure out the different ways to become proficient or to become professional at that And then consider college. I will always recommend somebody doing two years at a community college, and then going to their doing the next two years if they want to go to a different school to do that. That way, you can kind of be home. You can you don't put yourself in too much debt because the biggest issue that a lot of people run into, especially for my folks that don't come from like super rich families, even if you come from middle class, where your mom not gonna be able to pay twenty thousand dollars a semester. Really think about the money because once you get in that debt, mm-hmm. you have to pay it back. I've been paying Sally Mae for 10 years, and next year it'll be 10 years. No, I'm sorry, year after next. Mm-hmm. It'll be 10 years, been paying Sally Mae. It never gets easier. It is not, you always think about a decision you made. I would never take away my college experience, but sometimes I do think, damn, what if I would have waited and did something else? Or so I don't know. And so just give it some real thought about what you want to do and then just be real smart about the money that you, the debt you, you could potentially put yourself in. My boy, Michael, dude, Michael McBee reached out to me on Instagram because he wanted to go to film school and he was like, I'm 28. And I said, you at a perfect age to go and get the full experience. Now nah, 100. I wish I could have went at 28. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, just be careful with that money side of it. So that's really my, that's really my thing. Don't let your parents say, figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. Because they will do that because it'll look like you just doing nothing. I know some cats that make 130 grand a year and they graduated high school, started working at Best Buy, worked all the way up, became a GM, and now they're a DM. Yeah. And you think they're just a regular blue shirt, but they make 130 grand. Yeah. And they started working straight out of school and didn't go to college. So there's so many different ways you could become a six figure nigga. So now 130 grand every year, that's pretty good money, bro. That's sure. good ass money. Hell yeah. After, you know what I'm saying? And then if you want to go to college, you can take the money you're making and, and still go to school while... Because that's 401k. That's that's a good backing right there if you get if you can land nah, something like sure. that. Oh, my advice would be for the folks that are graduating high school, man, enjoy this last little small piece of summer, like this intro into this real world that you're entering right now. I mean, you've been yeah. living in the real world. I ain't going to disrespect you. you living in this real world. You know what it's like, but... Enjoy this last piece. For all of my people who are going to college or just getting ready to just kind of take that time to graduate, get life together, and then work, man, just kind of celebrate. You made it through high school. That's something that a lot of people say, I dropped out of high school in this grade, that grade. Some people don't fuck with it. So if you were able to take your tassel and put it on the other side, you need to celebrate that shit, bro, because not a lot of people got that opportunity, whether it was they was taken from us, whether they didn't have a drive you had. I just want everybody, if you were able to graduate, to be proud of that. I remember when I graduated, I wasn't too proud of myself because I made my GPA a big deal. I made the fact that my cumulative GPA was a 2.3 fucking 2. <laughs> and it was trash. And I just felt like I wasn't a prestigious. I didn't have offers to mm-hmm. mad colleges. I knew I was going to a college that I went to because I didn't have to take the SAT. And we didn't take SAT. Yep. I knew I was going to an art school. I knew I was getting into debt, going yep. to school. So, Mm -hmm. a part of me was letting that fog, the the achievement that leaving high school was. Uh, So, I say be proud of that. And going forward for my people who are going to a college who don't know, but you did sign up, just remember that this is your opportunity to figure out what you're going to be doing after college. Get your experience, have fun, do the partying, do all of that, but... You need to hear it from somebody that's that's been there before. It's real easy to lose sight of that goal when you're enjoying that freedom. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all are going to get freedom you never had before. And this is something that you got to be responsible with. Me and Terrell, our parents shipped us all the way down to Florida. After living under their roof for two years, they put us all the way in Florida for, for, for 18 years living under their roof. For 18 years living under their roof. All the way in Florida, no car. We had to ride our bike everywhere. We lived in the hood, hood part of it at the first part. Mm-hmm. Niggas getting killed out in front of our apartment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You come home and it's yellow tape there in. We all standing outside like we on CIS or CSI or some shit. We yeah. standing there with the lights all around us and body bags. Yeah. It wasn't that terrible, y'all. We ain't, you know, we ain't get pressed it out by some niggas yeah. every time we came downstairs. But you want to get a certain sense of responsibility that you could be careless with. And guess what? This opportunity is yours. We know a lot of people who went to school, fucked up their opportunity cuz you wanted to get drunk, you wanted to do this. Uh-huh. Now you back at home working with a college bill because your ass got kicked out. Right. Or oh, you did just enough to pass, but not, but it wasn't enough to get you, you know, that internship or to get you you just didn't don't you can't treat college like you treat high school. Nah, unless you are a D1 athlete and you going to the NFL and you just need to pass with a C, fuck it. And for my people that haven't been good in school but you going to college, I will tell you this: I'm that same person that you are. Mm-hmm. I'm in that same boat with you, and you can become a better student. I used to feel I felt like when when I got to college I wasn't that good of a student, and that was my journey. Even now, I feel like at 28, I'm trying to be more of a better student, a more a, a better right. learner. When I read these books, I'm trying to retain more. So, Mm -hmm. like, high school, not the end. It's just the end of that one step. But, like, you are not nowhere near Mm -hmm. what you, you know what I'm saying? You have so much more things to learn. So, the only advice that I could give you is is to just keep your future in mind. Like, keep, like Terrell said, keep your your good things in line and work towards that while you have fun. I mean, we had a lot of shit lined up. Start having fun. Once you got out of school, you start getting that job, you start doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Now you're trying to think about what you want to do. You don't want to do that. And how you can get back to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think it is important that you know, for them to enjoy themselves, bro. Enjoy that like. high school graduation. Enjoy going to college. I, I mean, we talk a lot about how college could be money and all of that, but I don't want to shit on that experience. That's a yeah. dope experience. You're right. You know? You might meet the love of your life. Mm-hmm. You might meet... Somebody that gives you the idea that changes your life. Are you gonna meet them at your house? Or a lot of subway? times, you, Ted, hold on wait. A lot of times they say you already met the love of your life. By the time you turn a certain such and such age, I'm gonna ask you right now. You think you met the love of your life? Yeah, for sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you think you met the love of your life? I feel like the person that I'm gonna marry, I may have already. Matt, I just don't know. The person you marry could not be the love of your life. Mm, you got that right. I think the love of my life is out there waiting for me. Success is just fading on me. Something is waiting on me. Everybody in the <laughs> something one's debating on me. Look, something is baking slowly. What did Drake say? Something is baking slowly. <laughs> for me, I just know whoever... Money is <laughs> shit. The that's the of- randomest shit ever. Yo, what song Drake is Drake said that. Look, it's the little song. What's that joint? Faded, well, Faded, fade No, no, fade no, 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 no. Is that Churchill Downs? What's the joint that was just playing for you? Is it the remorse? Is yes. Because it, it's, it's the joint with the girl in the background. It got to be the remorse. The great the, look, the uh, How the many to something do I have to get to this? I'm not going to play the whole thing. I just want to play a little. Terrence, you don't know it's it. playing. You can see these in a bubble wrap People That's recognize it. me from the TV But I'm done with that People don't want to see me succeed This should come with that Even when I come back I don't know if it's me No, it might be the Churchill Downs joint. I don't remember that Drake murdered this shit We're not doing this no. <laughs> We're not doing this Alright, well look I do have a question for you The you heard about the wheels and doors, right? Yeah. Are there more wheels in the world or more doors? Yeah. It's this new one that I said, All right, bet I'm asking So my girl asked me, and I was I was saying one thing, then I was like, "Dang, are there more eyes or legs in the world? Eyes, and I mean like moving eyes. I don't mean like the eye of the, the leg on a table. You know what I'm saying? But like real moving legs on animals, humans." Mm-hmm. Anything with that has a leg and or eyes. Damn, so you need to be counting tables have legs. No, 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 no. I'm saying anything living. Oh, living. So a caterpillar has hella legs. Spiders, have look, spiders have eight eyes. They also have eight legs. How you know that spiders have eight eyes? Because they do. They also have eight legs. Spiders have 16 eyes. But they got eight legs. There's more eyes in the world. I don't know, man. You got two eyes and two legs. You ever felt like y'all remember? You ever think about that? You're made so perfectly proportioned. You even have two nuts. Two arms. Two arms, two hands, two, nuts, two ears, two two jawlines, two molars, two eyeballs, two eyebrows. Yeah, four two molars. Two ears. But you know you have a top molar, two top, two bottom. You know what I mean? Like two eyebrows. You have two eyes and of, animals, you have one yeah. mouth. You ever you ever <laughs> have somebody say, look, is the reason you got two ears and one mouth? Shut up. Nah, but you have an ass. (laughs) (laughs) And you think I'm being funny, but for real, low key, your mouth is how you intake. And your ass is how you... All right. (laughs) That's just how we built. But damn, we have two of everything. Anyway. (laughs) You know what fucked me up? Fish. My girl was like, you know how many fish are out there that only have eyes? Because they don't have legs. They don't have legs at all. So it's hella fish. Birds don't even really have legs. Birds have two legs, man. How the fuck do you think they land? How you think they land? They do have think legs. Then these motherfuckers just dive in the grass? Seals don't have legs. Those stub them not legs. They're not legs. A walrus? No legs. But then think about this. Motherfucking, um, but think about it. An ant has two eyes and six legs. There's literally billions of ants. Even a lion has two eyes, four legs. But it ain't that many lions. The fish is going to take the lions and the tigers out. Because it's hella fish. And yeah, But there's ants. Caterpillars. And you got little small shit like mongoose and little foxes and all of that. But if we're talking about things that's living, we're going to go with legs. Let's just go legs. I might go eyes though because of them fish. Nah. I mean, we don't even know what's under there. That's what I was telling Terrell. I saw this picture of this Beijing serpent, sea serpent thing that they built in the water and they said it was supposed to be the life size of the sea monster. And I said, Damn. It's probably shitting under the water that's that big. It's cray. I don't know. All right, bet. We got a little sports? Nah, 100. Let's get it, shawty. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that shit
0: right here, nigga. <laughs> What's up? Hey. What's up? Well, hey. nigga? Yeah, What's
1: Turn up, man. NBA playoffs. we down to the final four teams in the NBA. We got the Celtics. That's my squad. We just took a loss to the Heat, but we playing again tonight. We got the Warriors. It could be 0-2 by the time they hear this. I know. <laughs> we got the... And let me let y'all know I'm a Wizards fan. Now disrespect, y'all see it. We're not fucking with the Celtics outside of this playoff shit. We weren't good enough to go. But we got the Celtics who are down 0-1 to the Miami Heat as of now for what we're playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we got the Warriors. Oh, let me say this. The Celtics going up against the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. currently down 0-1. Uh, and we got the Warriors going up against the Dallas Mavericks, and they had a 1-0 lead on the Mavericks. So, I mean, we can make a playoff pick for these two teams. Terrell, who you got coming out the East, Celtics or Boston? I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, Celtics or the Heat? I think you've made me a... You've made me a a fan of uh, Tatum. Yeah. And I like the fact that they're the underdog, and I'm not a Jimmy Butler fan. I like Jimmy Butler, but he just be a diva sometimes. I did not like what he did to Spo on the bench that day, and when Udon, Udon was getting ready to be like, "Uh, I'll beat your ass. Okay. I just don't like Jimmy Butler. Uh, But even though, believe it or not, a lot of people love Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's actually a great guy. He got that coffee shop. I'm yeah. just not a fan of him. Yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he's a good guy. I just think he can be a diva sometimes. So I would like to see Tatum... Play Luca in the final. Ah, okay. So First you think, of all, I was a Mavs fan when Dirk played. Yeah, and then I fell off basketball. Um, but I would like to see Boston come out of the East and upset the Heat. And I would like to see Dallas upset Golden State. But I just don't think it's gonna happen because I think I honestly think Steph Curry is gonna get another sneaky ring this year. I'm about to say that's definitely a possibility, especially yeah. after last night. Man, for me, let's just stay in the, on the East. Mm-hmm. I am definitely one hundred percent sticking with Boston. Niggas think that because we lost that first game, yeah, cool. Miami, y'all was supposed to win that game. We, y'all, people, are, like, look, we didn't have Al Horford playing, didn't play, nor did Marcus Smart. So it's like, did y'all really beat us? Not us, but you know, did y'all really beat the Celtics for real? All right, let's just run it back when we got all, when we, you know, what I'm saying, when everybody on the court. I don't think that the heat stand a chance when my man Tatum and my man Jalen Brown light up. When them two when them when them two on, I don't see the I don't see the Celtics losing. So I'm definitely going with Boston outside the East. And I'm definitely going with the Warriors over the Mavs. I'm sorry. Y'all know I love Draymond Green. I am a big Draymond Green fan. I think Draymond Green, when it's all said and done, is gonna be one of the most polarizing players in NBA history. He gonna be able to train he's already been able he's already been able to transcend himself into the media with both a TNT slot that he goes on, where he's on TNT, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He has his own podcast, which is actually great. And I feel like the electricity that he plays with on the floor and the way that he can get his, his teammates open is, is definitely an un- underrated aspect of the Warriors. And Clay is back. Yeah, Clay back. And you got Steph doing Steph shit. It is definitely looking like it's going to be Celtics, Warriors, and I'm sorry. That's going to be a tough pick for me because as much as I want to see my man Jay Tatum get a, uh, that first ring, I love Steph Curry. I'm a big Steph Curry fan. Been a Steph Curry fan since before the hype. Not going to go there, but, like, seeing him that close to a ring made me want to see them win another so they can say we went and did it without KD. You know, Steph has that monkey on his back about, well, KD came to your team and got them two MVPs, and you were the guy, but you were never an MVP. Even when, they, when the Warriors won without KD, it was one of the best nines ever, Andre Iguodala, who got the MVP of that series. Oh, shit. So, Steph has never won a finals MVP. So, I would love to see Steph go get that finals MVP and solidify himself as, yeah, I'm a great. For real. Right. You know? That four rings, it, so I but- match with Braun. Four rings, and a finals MVP? I already got the shooting title. I low-key want that for Steph. I don't know. I'm a Brown fan. I you know, I saw fun. some blasphemous shit, and I had to speak on this on the podcast. This is still staying on NBA. They were saying that John Wall in his prime is better than the John Morant that we've just seen in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> and as much as I love John Wall, are we sure? <laughs> I know it's gonna be some Wizards fans that's like, what? Bro, the Wizards fans was going so hard <laughs> under that post, too. Y'all, I don't know if prime John Wall was as Did John like Wall this. have like 40-point, 50-point games? John Wall has some big games, but I mean, I don't know if John Wall is the type of scoring point point guard like John. John Wall, I think, averaged 10 assists in his career. So he's definitely the facilitating type. But, damn, I saw that, and I was like, whoa, 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 hold up. John that's Moran is a—the is, a, is a, the dunks that he's doing, we never had a polarizing player like that. And you know how long it's been since Washington Sports has had a polarizing, like, it guy? We got Juan Soto, but look, that's on the rocks. We kind of just waiting to see. Oh, yeah. But— He's a young boy. No, he's not. He's like third, fourth, fifth year. Yeah, but he's still 22, 23. Yeah. Like, I, did, I just realized that Luka Doncic is 23 years old. Niggas don't know that. He's 23. Luka. He already been in the league like three years. Yeah, no bullshit. This nigga's cooking at 23. Look at, look, look at LeBron. We about to see a lot of these players in the league for a long ass time. Don, Moran. No, you will not. These people are not LeBron. A lot of people won't make a year 19. Right, you're right. Clay look was, at Melo. Melo year 19, but he ain't LeBron year 19. Clay was talking about how LeBron said if you invest in, you invest a million dollars into your body... So that your million dollar body can make you eighty million. Yeah, you know, like, who, you know who else do that? Paparazzi. And and Bean did it. Papa Russ. Speaking of uh Kobe, who do you think is more Kobe? Who do you think is more like Tatum. Kobe? Tatum or B- Dead Booker? Search J. Search Jason. And go on everybody on your YouTube, cause I'm sick of having this argument. Search Jason Tatum Kobe on your on your on your YouTube, and there's gonna be a clip that shows a literal mirror image of how Jason Tatum is is the next Kobe. He has the build. I feel like even though Dev Book got the gameplay, he got the, the, the moves, y'all just seen, you ain't never going to see Jason Tatum acting like, and I hope not, you ain't never going to see Jason Tatum acting like how Dev Book was acting. Fuck no. That's not Kobe. You got the moves. But I feel like Jason Tatum can build that Mamba mentality for real and really inherit the Mamba. They said Devin Booker played like his dad coached the team. Did did you see that? Oh, yeah. See? Y'all ever been on that? I always was jealous of that dude because I thought it was dope, you know? I'm like, damn, he go home with the coach. Yeah. And he going to get the playing time because. And uh, let's keep it on. Coach's son is normally good as fuck. Coach's son is normally legit. Pretty legit, yeah. It's rare you see the coach's son sitting on the bench, you know? Yeah. Look at Coach Carter. Great example. First of all, Coach Carter was like, you're going to earn your spot, first of all. Then that nigga, they went in that tournament, that nigga started cooking. Boo. look, Worm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember that? Fucking love that movie. Are you kidding me? His son hit the game-winning shot. Amazing. <gasps> Such a, that's a, it was a personal choice for me. Such a great movie. I want y'all to try to get that shit off with y'all parents. Think about it. They was mad. You're taking your black <laughs> ass back up there, and you're pulling it back. <laughs> he told them that they had to have a 2.5 GPA and show up to every class on time and sit in the front row. And they had a fit. Yeah, Coach Carter. And that was a real story. And then when they all failed, he took the chains off the gym. And said, I don't give a fuck how good y'all black so He chained are. up the gym and said, I don't give a fuck how good y'all at basketball. <laughs> y'all some trash. And then when he went to the town he was like, think about the... Me- you know Samuel Jackson. Think about the message you send him when you take those chains off those doors. You're basically saying that... Um, them playing basketball right now is more important in their future. Their parents was for it. Fuck it. Fuck it. So you can sit in the stands with your hot dog? Like your kid not going to be able to get that scholarship without the grades. That's what <laughs> y'all don't think about. They don't think about the aftermath, too, because they still went out there and lost. Maybe it went locked up the chains. We would have beat them. Nah, fuck that. Because think about it, Terrell. You don't got grades good enough, you cannot get a scholarship. That's a fact. You need decent enough grades for you to get the scholarship. They don't give a fuck how good you are unless you Zion. You know, They'll have you in summer classes so fast. All he needs is a 65 to pass this one test. <laughs> <laughs> you an idiot like shit in the NBA. That's why we keep telling Terrence. Terrence gets mad at people post-game interviews because they're not giving these thought-out speeches. I said, bro, these niggas literally went to school, did enough to pass an amazing the NBA. They're not, they're not going to give this profound speech. James Harden has probably the worst MVP speech I've ever heard ever that year he won. This is what I told Terrell. I didn't like Jimmy Butler's. Speech after that first game one win is the Celtics, y'all. My man went out there and scored 41 points, put the team on his back. The lady even asked him, after halftime, y'all came out a whole different team. What, were, what was said in that locker room that made y'all come out and be on fire? He said, we just played as a team. You know, we came out. No, I like how he started. to Remember, he said, keep the game easy. I'm like, all right, bet. He about to give us some insight into that locker room. Then he started saying the basic yada yada, you know what I'm saying? Play hard, stay, you know what I'm saying? Make plays, get back. Get back. I was like, "Okay." Then she personalized it for my man. She said, "You especially, you had 40, you had 27 points in the second half. What did you do personally that gave you a different outlook in the second half?" You know what I'm saying? You know what he said? Nothing. I just <laughs> keep playing basketball well. Huh? I'm giving you the opportunity to get a, a Nike deal, for real. I'm giving you the opportunity to put your name in the history books. Just is the thing. But I feel like a lot of these NBA players... Oh, sorry, y'all. The camera died. we we'll right back. A lot of these NBA players might be nicked with celebrating or taking a certain personal stance when they win, unless it's a championship. Because we saw what happened with Karl-Anthony Towns and what happened with D-Book and, and a lot of these different players who said and acted certain ways before, but I feel like you go out there and you put up 27 points and one half, I, I don't think that you your answer should be, oh, nothing, I didn't do anything. It would be nice to hear somebody say, I knew that we needed a boost. You know, I knew that, you know what I'm saying, we came out dry in the first half, so I wanted to make sure that when I came out, I was this leader. Terrell was saying, well, you know, it was everybody, or maybe he didn't want to take it, he wanted to... You had 41 points, 27 in the second half. You clearly... Put your team on your back. I just like to see players own that. I put the team on my back. This is my team. I love that guy. You know me. I mm. love that dude. Look at Ja. This my. is this not really my squad, but it's like, I'm going to get up that there and charisma. say, yeah. we knew that them boys was going to come like this, so we was that. I hate when basketball players play the, we just straight strong. We just follow through. We, you know, make our plays. Y'all ever see Chris Middleton? When the Bucs and them won after, when the Bucs won the, when the finals, it was trash. Giannis was great, but it's like, it wasn't like when Braun and them won a championship. You got Anthony Davis, you had Braun, and they weren't afraid to say, you know, we fall so hard, we, we. Yeah. I love the way LeBron do a post-game interview. This is my team. We didn't make our shots, we we whatever. I wanted to come out and set the tone. If he blows up, I wanted to come out and, and, and send a message. I love that. But you know what? I fall victim to this even on 2K. I don't like neither answer that they giving me to pick. How about we say fuck everybody? in <laughs> 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 They make you pick the team, lead. Your morale probably low as hell. They still do morale? Yeah, but look, they'll make you pick a ridiculous-ass answer or a very safe answer. Yeah. Like when we they... got kicked out of the playoffs, my, I don't know if anybody ever had to play the Nets. When I started my my career, they still had Harden, KD, and Kyrie. There's no way you're beating that team if you're playing on Hall of Fame or any good level. You're not beating them. Like, even the nigga Joe Harris is bodying me and making shit. I'm (laughs) like, he's not that good. But look, even then, after I lost to them, 2K was like, how do you feel about this playoff loss in your future? It basically asked me, my response was, I'm good. I'm a good player. I don't need to work on nothing. Or... I'm going to work on I'm like, fuck this. I want to give a different answer. They need to have a microphone where you can just give your own answer. That's how the WWE 2K is. The WWE 2K. I don't right. like coach. Hey. Hey, kid. Doing great in this league. You could go on to do great things. Your response could be, fuck you type shit. <laughs> I don't need your fucking help, old man. Or I'm appreciative. Thank well, fuck you. that. Fuck this. Y'all know how dope 2K would be if, and I've said this before. If your story mode and your gameplay and, like, the certain things that happen in your life affect that next game. Like, I think it's dope for it. If you answer a post-game question in 2K, uh, what do you think about, you know what I'm saying, people are calling you guys the underdogs. You guys, you know what I'm saying, you guys have the top record in the East. People are calling you underdogs. And, look, let's say they know that you got a game with Braun coming up, and they say LeBron called y'all out. This is not something we got to sign a contract with Braun to do. It's just something we can write in the game, and guess what? When you go and play LeBron next week, or when you finally play LeBron, you know that LeBron's coming into the game amped up. So LeBron starts with his takeover. The game starts with LeBron automatically having his takeover, and you understand this is the challenge of this game. Normally, you gotta earn your takeover, but since LeBron hot already, and like, what if you was on a, a player on a hot streak comes into your city, and it's like, damn, we playing Kawhi, who leads the league right now, in this. So he automatically starts with a defensive takeover. And I was telling Terrell, even if like they make you have these events, what if you're drunk? What if you get drunk one night and they're they like, how are you going to play this game tomorrow? Like Your, your boy's like, yo, you got this game. How are you going to play? You drunk. And you're like, yo, fuck it. I got it. I got it. And now you're playing with half energy, half fatigue, and you got to try and win. And then you play a team like the Kings. like It's not like you play the, the lower team, but now you have a challenge. Now playing the game isn't just about grinding badges we actually have a good time leading a career don't tell me i'm gonna go to a event and i'm just going there for y'all to put up me in here doing some dumb shit and then you're gonna give me vc if it ain't gonna affect my career what i want to play for i'm gonna sign a nike deal and you don't even really make me feel like a this Nike dude, you know? Nah, yeah. They you need to make that shit GTA. Level. They need to make that shit, and and they got the dough too. They have the money to for sure. But y'all wouldn't get one every year, man. Y'all would have to be, y'all would have to be okay with them putting two K down for until twenty twenty five or some shit, and then That's you get bullshit, it. Surreal. That's Terrence, bullshit, Sirell. Terrence, why do you think we haven't got another GTA? They put their heart and soul into this last joint. Now we about to get one. They done put the whole WNBA on there a whole my career. My thing is this. It only took y'all one year to do that. It ain't take forever. Think about what I'm asking for. All I'm asking for you to do is start my game with half fatigue, half energy for one game, and then tell me it's a reason why. You don't have to pay me. You don't have to do much to do that. Yeah. But they don't give a fuck about the my career story. Damn, we've been on this joint talking forever, y'all. Nah, we done. Episode 101. Episode 101. I felt like we didn't talk about much, man, but I hope y'all enjoyed it, man. It's been a real slow week. Not for real. I felt like not much happened. We talked about the K we talked about the Buffalo Shooting. The we buff- talked about some shooting shit. birthday recap. There's some gems in this episode. Nah it is. For sure. For sure. Happy Friday, y'all enjoy y'all Friday, Mallory Bros podcast, episode 101. Yes hey, <laughs> sir.